Welcome to Keeping Your Together in a Stressed World with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Each week, we explore down and dirty ways to stop awfulizing, catastrophizing, going down the rabbit hole, and moving through all the craziness that is happening right now. We're here to create a community of like-minded people as we give you tips, tricks, and techniques for keeping sane in an unhinged world. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Greetings, everybody. This is Scott Grossberg, one of your co-hosts for the wonderful podcast, Keeping Your Shit Together in a Stressed World. And I'm here with my co-host, Michelle Post, all the way on the other end of the world. Hey, Michelle. Well, actually, that's not even true. We have, we have people we have here. who are have, on the have, opposite side of the world. people here on the other side of the world. You're on the other side of the U.S. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Good morning, Scott. Hi, everybody. And thank you for those tuning in later to listen. Um, well, it's raining here today uh, after, having these, after having these record-breaking heat waves. Uh, so it's wonderful. My, I, oh. I, have a ha- I have a happy orchard today. Do you? I have a happy <laughs> herb garden but everything grows wildly in Florida this time of year. Yeah. You got to cut the grass every three days. It's insane. <laughs> well, at least, it, at least it's growing, right? It's that, it's that whole concept. Yes. You're, you're either growing or dying. It's one of the two. Oh, yes. I even have my first Lazy Susan blooms, you know, the yellow flower with the black center. It's a really good flower. It's native to Florida and it's really good for the butterflies and the bees and things like that. Got my first blooms. Um, yay. That, yay. Yay. Um, and I made now, fig jam. Did I tell you that I made fig jam with the figs? No, I love, <laughs> I love figs. You're going to have to send me some fig jam. I know I have to learn how to preserve it. Brian says it will go bad after 10 days. If you don't, then don't preserve send it, it to, properly, then, then don't send it to me. I'll preserve it and then make you some. <laughs> okay. Um, before we start, because we actually have, uh, uh somebody here listening in today, I want to uh, direct everybody's attention to uh, a wonderful PDF that's just been released uh, by a a dear friend of mine, Christine Phillip. And and if you are on our, my Facebook page, or if you're in our uh, uh, keeping your shit together, Facebook group, if all you have to do is drop me a line and tell me you want this and I'll connect you and Christine. And she'll put you on your email list, but it's a wonderful little book that she's put together called A Love Story. And it's a PDF download that is just endearing. And I've had a lot of people uh, already want it. So as a, just as a self-care way of adding affirmations to your life, again, if, if you want it, if, if you want it, uh, contact me and let me know. And 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 Christine, if you're listening, wink, wink, please send it to me. (laughs) Well, you have, you have to tell her. See, here's the interesting thing I've learned with Christine. Um, Christine is actually in Belgium and they have, they have much stricter rules when it comes to emails and mailing lists and the like. So you have to formally opt in with her. She'll send it to you. You just have to formally opt in. I can do that. Just contact her and tell her you want the thing and she'll make it happen. Um, I love it. So we've got some more people joining. Let me get them in here. Um, so normally before we jump into our topic, which today I uh, can assure you, uh, those of you who are coaches and therapists and trainers, et cetera, you're going to get a lot out of today. 
because we're going to get your shit together with some better organization. Yes. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Michelle, talk to me. I mean, we were kind of talking off the air we about were some of the increase in mental mental health issues in the United States over the last year and a half. And I recently read a study about a cross-sectional analysis of over 1,200 healthcare workers in China, like across about 20, 20 hospitals, an increase in depression, post-traumatic stress symptoms, um, and I think anxiety and what was the fourth one? The fourth one might've been substance use, but we were talking about a recent report that I think this was from the CDC, don't quote me though, that overdosing accidental or otherwise is up 30% in the last year. Um, and, wow. well, and, and actually, I was just chatting with a uh, yeah, death science, from science. overdose, not not just overdosing, but death from overdose. Yeah. Um, I yeah. was just chatting uh, with a, a scientist friend of mine does a lot of clinical study stuff. And we were talking about that the overdoses are increasing, the addictions mm-hmm. are increasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, you know, the challenging part for me uh is the it, because I've personally seen very mm-hmm. dear friends mm-hmm. go through this. The, den, the denial seems to be there more than than usual. Yeah, and not that I'm an expert at it. I am not, by the way, an addiction expert. But it, 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 it's you know I think we all know that th- this wonderful time when you would grab the family and friends together and do the intervention doesn't work. Uh, most of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we're spread out geographically. Yeah. And uh, because of the isolation from various forms of working from home or things being shut down or you know, restrictions, people can hide their addiction. And so you're not getting the same kind of interaction. Like you're not going out to dinner with a bunch of people and somebody's falling down drunk, you know, or showing up high. People are, are hiding that at home and using at home. And so tolerance level is going up and then uh, fentanyl and fentanyl has been a particular area of of problem. The pain medications, uh, the fentanyl, the oxycodone, they, and, and Brian, who I've talked about, he's my partner, he's a nurse. He was saying that, you know, originally people can get prescriptions for managing pain. And then when their doctors become concerned about their usage, they can cut them off and people turn to getting the medications on the street where it's less regulated or even turning to heroin use, which is the same part of the brain as fentanyl, oxycodone, et cetera. So it's really a challenging problem in America right now. And as much as we use humor to cope and Scott and I have these wackadoo things that help us keep our shit together. This is a real serious problem and it does hurt my heart to see so many people struggling. Um, Well, what's interesting is I just pulled up statistics off the Mm addictioncenter.com and um, these are astounding. I've not actually looked at them before today, Michelle. Almost Mm -hmm. 21 million Americans have at least one addiction. Only 10% of them receive treatment. Yeah. Drug overdoses, drug overdose deaths have more than tripled since 1990. Yeah. 
alcohol and drug addiction. Uh, obviously, there's a cost to that. Um, th then they've got stats on DUIs and driving under the influence. Mm -hmm. And 20% uh, of Americans who have depression or an anxiety disorder also have a substance use disorder. Uh, but here's the one that threw me. More than 90% of the people who actually have an addiction during the pandemic started to drink alcohol or use drugs before they were 18 years old. So I, it, it's not the pandemic that's doing it. No, it's, it's just exacerbating, exacerbating it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's something interesting in states like Colorado, California, uh, New, New Jersey, where marijuana use is recreational. People are under the false assumption, just like they were with alcohol, that they drive better under the influence of marijuana and um, THC. And it's actually not correct that there's been enormous amount of studies watching response time in pilots in controlled groups where they actually notice that response time is delayed in pilots exposed to marijuana in the control groups for up to two days after usage. So you can smoke out with your friends on Saturday and be driving to work on Tuesday and have slower reflexes uh, and endanger yourself and others. Well, so, and, and I've actually addressed this very issue uh, from a legal standpoint with a number of clients mm -hmm. because, you know, I work, as most people know, uh, as a lawyer, I work in the, in the realm of public agencies, public employees. Mm -hmm. They've got these huge associations that uh, they have a lot of firepower behind them. Mm -hmm. And the challenge has always been my clients all have zero tolerance policies when it comes to alcohol and drugs, including marijuana. Mm -hmm. And so they're constantly potentially if they if they see someone they're testing. Well, the mm -hmm. problem with THC marijuana, we're in California, mm -hmm. and it you know, you can use it for recreational use. The mm -hmm. problem is if you test positive for marijuana, even if you're not under the influence or impaired, right, right. you still test positive, you get fired. Yeah, some hospitals are Ver the same way mm -hmm. versus alcohol where depending on the amount of blood alcohol level in your body, that's also an indication of impairment. Mm -hmm. The challenge has always been that that myth, not really a myth, but the, the reality that using marijuana stays in your system, you tell yourself you're not impaired, exactly. because there are a number of statistics out there, when in fact, you could be impaired. Yeah. And so uh, it, it, it's a very challenging time to, mm -hmm. to realize, and frankly, as a, on a personal level, to see yeah. this, this increased level of addiction, this increased level of habitual behavior mm -hmm. with the denial accompanying it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure. I mean, I mean we're, we're talking. I'm not sure that we're here with any solution. Uh, I don't know that we are either. I think we're here with a lot of empathy. Like I, uh, I'm yeah. not a prude. If people want to enjoy their recreational substances, I, you know, I'm, I don't have judgment about it. I just want, I want people to say, be safe and not lose their license or the lives of uh, other people out there. You know, interesting, like in all fairness, I also did some discussion about when you are chronically fatigued or you're overworked, like the whole reason why we're 
the medical system is changing how long you can work, how many hours you can work and, and how long you can have a shift is there have been really severe accidents where people are driving under the influence of fatigue, right? No substances at all in their body, but their, their employers are causing them to work unrealistic levels of hours and they're short staffed and then they're driving home fatigued and have been either given a ticket for driving under the influence of fatigue because they're swerving and et cetera. And I have to admit, there have been times where I've been really stressed and, and stretched out, especially during my college years where I was driving fatigued and I should not have, I I wish I wasn't driving at that time. Thankfully I was safe. I got my home, myself home safe, but you know, I just didn't know all of this stuff when I was, you know, 20, <laughs> and oh, yeah, yeah. Wet behind the ears. <laughs> you know, I just didn't and, know. And, and I want us to jump in today's topic, but I'm going to leave you with a kind of transitional tool oh, good. Between, between the addiction <laughs> issues that we're talking about, the depression, worry, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you have not, if any of you have not checked out, because what's happening, by the way, is that a lot of this stress, fatigue, depression, addiction is also manifesting itself as a sleep deprivation symptom, yes, yes, which yes. then exacerbates it even more and becomes this vicious cycle. Yes. So uh, I, I'm not going to go into the actual technique, but if any of you want to explore this, take a look at Ayurveda yoga. Uh, oh. And it's A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. And I'll say it again, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A yoga. And these are customized yoga. You do it yourself. Customized yoga poses that balance your imbalances. And you go through and you kind of see, do I have too much air? Do I have too much fire? Do I have what's going on in my body? And uh, a lot of people are pushing this now uh, as far as doing Ayurvedic yoga right before you fall asleep as a means of kind of decompressing the body, slowing you down. It, it, if it does nothing else for you, it makes you more mindful. Um, yes. And so uh, I, I'll leave you with that as, as kind of like the little transition. Maybe we'll do a whole course in mm-hmm. Ayurvedic yoga. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, today's one of yes. my, today's one of my uh, fun topics because everybody Yay. knows I'm a geek and a nerd and I'm proud of both. Yay. And uh you know, I, I, I make it a, I make it a, a point to stay up on technology and apps and yes, because of do. the work, because of the work, Michelle, you and I do it, these things have to serve me well. And so here's uh, what we're going to, here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about specific tools and programs. Mm-hmm. It will not be exhaustive. We don't have enough time. I could go on for days. I know. Uh, or, or Part as, two, please, Scott. Or, or, or as, <laughs> well, as Christine knows, Christine, I think, has been with me in my Pivot Play Mastermind for a year now. Um, and we're doing stuff t- <laughs> twice a week and sometimes for two hours at a time. So huh. I could go on and on. Uh, okay. But, but here... <laughs> And I know it's a chore, Christine, right? And so, um, but that does remind me, you know, if people are interested in pivot play because they need a shift in their career, how do they connect with you to find out more information about that, Scott? Oh, thank you. The simplest way is go to my website, thinkingmagically.com, okay, and then put a forward slash in at pivot play, okay. uh, or they can just write me. Uh, and by the way, since we're doing websites, uh, Christine's is happinesscoding.com. 
and you can uh, get her stuff on there. Yay. And she does online uh, uh, sessions as well for those of you that uh, want to uh, be decompressed in anti-anxiety and and just be more blissful. Uh, mm -hmm. go, so going back, here are my two rules uh, for okay. today. It has to be simple to implement. Okay. And it has to be non-redundant. So for example, I don't want to keep going back. I don't want to have to flip between programs. Yes. And basically do the same thing again. I'm oh, that, thank I, you. I'm the Ohio guy, right? Only handle it once. <laughs> so I, I want programs that will allow me Oh, the third one, if it has to be free, if it can be. Yay. So, so the, the Our listeners are so lucky, including the, Michelle, the listener, the, the, the concept is that you want tools that mm -hmm. keep you organized, keep yes. you productive, and that they help you grow and sustain and thrive in your business without it becoming work in and of itself. Yes. Uh, and I've always believed because you know, I go back to Fortran, and I, mean, I remember programming, and when these computers were first put in, and punch cards. And essentially, if any of you remember, when you first got word processors, uh -huh. you had to learn to think like the word processor in uh -huh. order to use the program. It's true. And Do you I remember the blue screen, like the DOS? Of course. Was it DOS blue screen? Yeah. Wow, it is DOS. We're old. We're old. Uh, uh, I well, could go well, back to purple ink on a ditto machine if we need to. Yeah, the mimeograph machines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I was just talking about that. Mine is the last generation, by the way, mm -hmm. to have grown up without email. Oh. Everything, everything past me, everybody has had technology. Well, I don't think I got email because I, I. No, mean it doesn't mean it doesn't. Doesn't mean you. I'm saying it wasn't available. Yeah, it was not available, I don't think, for until my 20s. But I'm an older X-generationer. So the younger okay. X-generationers, they did have access. But yeah. if you're in the older range of the X-generationers, we got email in our college yeah. years. And by the way, <laughs> again, it goes a little bit beyond what we're talking about today. But when I talk to organizations about communication in the workplace, right. um, the, the generations after us, communicate differently they want oh, yes. to get texts and emails etc so fast bottom line because we're going to go through a lot today and i don't want to just okay, keep I'll be quiet be, no no you not be quiet but i don't want to keep going into the background of it so yes. first and foremost i've said before i manifest my intention through my calendar i urge everybody if you get nothing else out of today get yourself the calendar of your choice that works on your phone and on your laptop and on your desktop in a synchronized manner. I happen to, and I have no affiliation with any of the companies we're going to talk about today. Um, I use Google. We've talked about this before. Michelle, you mm -hmm. use Office 365. Mm -hmm. I have 365. The reason I use Google Calendar is really simple. I love its visual display on my iPhone. And the fact that it is extreme, remember we talked about redundancy. It is amazingly easy to duplicate an event or make a repeating event so much so that it blows Office 365 out of the water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And because in a coaching session setting, for example, mm -hmm. if I have a client who says, okay, let's do this again on Thursday, mm -hmm. 
all I have to do in my Google calendar is click on that and duplicate the event and boom, it's all done and repopulated. Yeah, um, that is a benefit. Yeah. And because I do repeating scheduling so much, that's huge for me. On top of that, uh, Google Calendar, for example, will read words in your entry um, and it'll put pictures up. You got dinner coming up, it'll put a picture of dinner. It's got a dentist coming up, it puts a, a toothbrush on there. <laughs> That's um, cute. And so it becomes a very visual way of managing. Um, additionally, and we've talked about this part before, but I, I think it bears repeating. I use one calendar for all of my businesses mm -hmm. and my personal life and my, my Grove. And you pick it, I put it in there. Each calendar exists within one Google calendar. They're just color coded. And I even do my digital content, uh, which I'll write digital content, social media posts, et cetera, two weeks in advance. And those are all put into the Google calendar under a different color code. So let's just start, because this isn't even the big, the big tip today. Um, this is just the base of everything. I live in my calendar. I'm always in there. I move things around. Uh, it becomes a scratch pad, among other things. One little tip, uh, and some of you may not know this, that in Google Calendar, then most some of them will do this as well. <coughs> Pardon me. You can actually create notes. Yeah. No, not tasks. You can you can create a separate scratch pad while you're in Google Calendar, so that as you brainstorm going through this. You can keep track of everything again, all in one place. So I keep my mm -hmm. tasks, my to-do list, mm -hmm. my calendar with all its various color coding. And then I can create notes, Google notes uh, on the fly and everything is all synced up. It's on my phone, it's on my desktop, on my laptop. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense as, as far as calendaring? Mm -hmm. um, particularly those of you in business who are doing hypnosis or therapy, uh, any of you, I know we've got some photographers in here. You've got scheduling with clients, real estate folks. Um, mm -hmm. This becomes part of my client relations management tool. And so one little key here is you can use, use words in your calendar entry. Uh, you, you might put dinner at, right? Dinner mm -hmm. at five o'clock with Brian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I preface every calendar entry with uh, a modifier. So if I'm doing that, it might say personal dash mm. dinner with friends. I see. Personal dash dentist, personal okay. dash, um, you know, go for a run, exercise, uh -huh. Uh -huh. something like that. And this goes back to my old DOS days when I used to use Lotus Agenda that I that I've told people before I would kill to go back to I'd go back to DOS if I could have Lotus Agenda back. Oh, and wow. so I learned to turn my Google Calendar into a modified Lotus Agenda oh. again, far beyond the scope of, of this show of today, mm -hmm. of today. But use keywords, use descriptions. Um, if you need to be somewhere, I might say, you know, dinner with friends. I actually create an all day entry that puts the location where I have to go. Uh -huh. So let's say it says Los Angeles, right? Seven o'clock PM. I, I, there's my entry seven o'clock PM lecture at the magic castle. 
Okay. But yep. I need to know in advance that I'm going there. So I might put on that, I will put on that day, a separate all day entry that says Hollywood on it. Simply to tell me I'm going somewhere. Ah, got it. And once you get into this habit, speaking of habits, once you get into this habit, this behavior change of putting everything in your calendar, literally everything, mm -hmm. where you're going to be, where you're going to go, breaks you're going to have during the day, mm -hmm. um, it, it makes what I'm about to tell you really easy. So the next tool I use for scheduling, and I've tried a lot of them, I use Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. Uh, Michelle and I actually use it amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm to schedule things. And again, if you're in any of the customer service provider fields, a, a provider like Calendly, and there are other ones, but a provider like Calendly allows you to sync it with your existing calendar, 365, Google Calendar, et cetera. And then it takes into account what is free time and busy time on your, let's just say Google Calendar, so that Michelle and I aren't going back and forth constantly going, what are some good dates for you? What are some good times for you? Okay, here this is, here's that. Mm -hmm. um, and it allows the client to instantly book you. Uh, and it, it just, it's just, it's made my life so much easier. Mm -hmm. Again, there's a free version of this. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can try it out and you can have one time slot. Uh, I happen to book, for example, my coaching sessions in the, the therapist 50 minute session increments. Mm -hmm. Now, those of you who ever done a coaching session with me know there's <laughs> no way in, it's never 50 <laughs> minutes. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I, because Christine's here, I'll just joke at one point, Christine and I were chatting separately and she just said, I'm paraphrasing. She was not rude. She basically said, I talk a lot uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. because I asked Christine, how do you keep your sessions to 50 minutes? And I can't. She said, because you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> she was not that rude. So at any rate, oh. it allows you to contain yes. your time, which again, as a business owner, is very important for all of you. Those of you who are here with families, those of you who have children, yeah. you put in your school stuff. You yeah. put in where you have to go for for you know, taking care of the family. Yeah. Uh, and so my wife and I actually use cozy, C-O-Z-I.com. And again, why? Because I want my wife to be able to see my calendar in case she's doing things. Having done all this stuff, I put everything into Google Calendar. I'm scheduling things and letting clients book with Calendly. Cozy reads all that. I'm not doing anything. Cozy okay. goes out in a non-destructive way reads my Google calendar uh -huh. and she can see all of that. And all you have to do is you pick and choose who gets permission to see your calendar. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I know I didn't plan this, but you reminded me of, is it doodle, doodle.com? Is a doodle. I will double check that. But it, let's say those of you work in large groups of people, you have yeah. a committee you need to coordinate with. So it's not just about when is Michelle available, but it's like, when are 10 people available? Yeah. Pain in my rear, by the way, talk about needing to practice KYST. Um, but doodle allows you to put in options that work for you. And then everyone else can vote and you can pick like the time that most people can make. So, and that's free. 
Um, yeah, it, it, and it is. I'm, I'm on the site now. I don't have those large teams anymore mm -hmm. uh, now that I've downsized. But yeah, Doodle has a 14-day free trial that you can play with. Uh, and then even at, after that, the, the cost is nominal. So yeah, I've used it for free for years because I just, I go in periodically when I have to do a committee meeting or a volunteer gathering or something like that. And I just, I don't want to go back and forth and read a bunch of emails. Absolutely. So <laughs> again, the idea is to keep the, the redundancy to a minimum. Yep. Um, so here comes the biggie for me. Uh, and I know it's not going to be exhaustive, but I use uh, a specific tool in managing my businesses and managing uh, my vision boards and in ma managing uh, coaching clients in particular. And it's Asana, A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. And it is free. Uh, an alternative to that, some of you may already have, is Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Uh, I happen to like the flexibility of Asana more but I, I, I've played with both of them. And there are other versions, uh, similar products out there. You just find the one that, that you like uh, on both an intellectual and a visual way. And what is that tool for? What is that good for? So here's the, the thing. Oh. I, I actually have, it, this is my client relations management tool. Oh. So the okay. calendar is project management. Okay, it's the timing, scheduling, where I have to be, logistics, et cetera. Asana, I actually, all of my coaching clients, every one of them has a separate folder in here. Every one of them allows me to keep my progress notes. Uh, and it's all synced up with my phone, of course. Mm. Uh, and so you can take notes online while you're talking with a client. And the beauty of it is, and I'll just give you a quick example. I have in Asana uh, a coaching planner where I can lay out the first session, then I can lay out the consecutive session, and then I can lay out final session if I'm doing a three-session uh, booking with a client. I have a separate folder in Asana that gives me my coaching tools. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but I've got a variety of modalities that I want yeah. to bring into play. And this is kind of like, okay, boom, I'm looking at this. Um, you know, I've got my safe space creation, my box breathing that we talked about before, my mm -hmm. light switch technique, um, my circle of excellence, the step into your hero zipper thing that uh, Michelle and I, I've got all of these things listed in here, everything all the way up to chakra coding. And then I can instantly see this in Asana while I'm chatting with a client. And it's, I, it kind of is like a little trigger. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to do this one now. I think I'm going to do that one now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I can build on that. Then I've got a separate session section in Asana called onboarding. Oh yeah. For new clients. For oh. new clients. And it's basically a checklist in Asana that reminds me discovery call, the welcome, gathering information, assessment, setting expectations, future pacing, self-care day and homework. Mm. And a lot of us, you know, we get so excited about getting a new client or doing a discovery call, we forget to onboard them uh -huh. correctly in order to set uh, expectations. Uh -huh. And then finally, I've got my coaching template. And I will share with you right now to, for everybody, again, take this 
and modify it. You don't, don't have to follow mine. These are what mm -hmm. I do for every single client I have. Mm -hmm. So in a sauna, I've set up, and let's just make believe here, I've got Michelle mm -hmm. set up as a client. I've got Christine set up as a client. I've got Alicia set up as a client. Mm -hmm. Each one of them will have the following categories under them. And what a sauna allows me to do is go to all my client notes at any time for any client. Mm -hmm. It's all in one place. Mm -hmm. And again, guys, this is free. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they make their money when bigger teams are involved. But for those of you who are doing sole proprietorship work, mm -hmm. um, it's marvelous. So here, here are the categories. Go ahead. Do they have a business agreement, like in terms of privacy, so that no one else can access your files? Um, I believe they. Mm -hmm. I believe they do. Now, here's the. I'm glad you asked that because mm -hmm. the one thing I don't have, have to have that. I don't have to deal with that. No, you don't. As a coach. Mm -mm. And so, um, I mean, even as an attorney, I don't have to deal with that. Oh wow. Um, uh, <laughs> we we have confidentiality issues, but we don't have the same HIPAA and electronic as medical stuff issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe. It, if I'm not mistaken, because somebody asked this before, I believe Asana has that, but to get that additional encryption that you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. That makes sense. But sometimes it's worth it because it's uh, less expensive than getting an entirely uh, paid for program. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and again, very cost effective. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I just kind of jump, a, I'll jump ahead of myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. to tell you the reason Asana becomes so powerful for me in an anti-redundancy mm -hmm, effort mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is because in Asana, as we're talking, I can, and again, we'll use a hypothetical here. If Alicia is my client and mm -hmm. we've set a date and a time, mm -hmm. I can set that in Asana mm -hmm. and it populates the Google calendar. Oh, yay. And I don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it, it works really cool. Uh, Alicia's son is on here and he just got a haircut because I saw the pictures the other day. So, so great haircut. Um, <laughs> so here are the categories I put for every uh, coaching client. Uh, again, if you're in real estate or life insurance, uh, you're a photographer, whatever it is you're in, you can take these and modify them. Uh, yeah. These are what I do for coaching clients. So uh, there's the client folder. Mm -hmm. And then under that, in, and I'm going to give you each one breaking down inquiries. You know, have they called? They made a question, right? Uh, then I've got one called proposal sent. I want to know the date I sent out a proposal. And if one is not needed, I put that on there. It's not needed. Uh -huh. Contract sent. Every one of my clients gets a contract. Um, then contract signed. You know, it's great that you send out a contract, but, um, and by the way, I use a Dropbox owned company to do my contracts. It's all digitally done and sent out. Mm. Um, but there, there are a lot of companies that do that. Uh, and again, you can do, I believe uh, each one of them offers like up to three contracts a month. So you sign up for three of them and you get nine contracts a month with three for each of them. Uh, and they do marvelous jobs. Uh, then I got retainer paid if there's a retainer involved. Then company address, office phone, title, their email address, their cell phone. And then of course, here comes the biggie, uh, progress notes. That's you know going to be big for any of us in the coaching field. And I'll tell you about coaching notes or progress notes in a minute. Then tasks, 
then, and I learned this from Lotus Agenda, waiting for. What are you waiting for? Mm. We all wait on somebody to do something. Mm -hmm. And then it gets lost and falls into a black hole. So I am actually, uh, I'm actually tracking what I'm waiting for for everybody else. Uh, then discovery call. I've got a section called background information where I can just write whatever I need to. Then goals. Then options. What kind of options do I think are available here to us? Uh, and then you can, even in Asana, track your emails, calls, and meetings if you want to. Uh, so if I, make, if I send an email out, I can actually create a separate subtask and copy the whole email into this so that I've got wow. all those emails instantly in one place if they're important. Okay. So I stick important emails in here. Um, then, then billing. How many well, of that's you? That's important. How, how many of you, right? You're in business. Unless you're a nonprofit, you want to track your billing. Yep. And so this allows me to track my billing. Uh, and then here are two biggies. Action points since the last session. What, what did they do? What did a coaching client do since the last time I spoke with them? How did they actually take action and implement our session together? And then another one is actions to work on before the next session. Yeah. And we, we've kind of touched on all this before, Michelle. My concept is I'm a performance coach. We talk about a lot of stuff. But the idea is if you can't make something happen in your life, if we can't take your personal behaviors and modify them so that they serve you better, then what's the point of all this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You'll feel good during the session. You got to actually keep your shit together. Mm -hmm, you do. The way you keep your shit together is to do things. And so I am actually tracking action points. I want to know what they've done since the last time we talked. And then I want to know what they're going to do from the time we're talking now to the next session. Okay. And then my last, and then my last section uh, of this Asana folder is something I call light bulb moments. There are times that we've all had when we chat with a client and suddenly it's like, bing, light bulb goes off. It's like, I know what has to happen next. And so it's kind of like my little scratch pad for when I'm chatting with the client and my intuition kicks in. Um, now, as far as progress notes, and folks, I know I'm blazing through this, but yeah. we, we, we've got like 45 minutes together. That's and right. it's like, there's only so much time. So <laughs> un under progress notes, that folder that I gave you, what I'm doing is I'm plotting each session with a client. And for each session, there are three subfolders. And I call them actual, A-C-T-U-A-L, actual, then comments, and then tasks. And it becomes so simple to plot and record and memorialize a coaching session, for example. Because under actual, I'm just writing down what happened in the session. Mm -hmm. Under comments... I'm writing down my, this is post session now, I'm writing down my observations, my feelings, my insights, things that I want, you know, to, mm -hmm. to remember. Mm -hmm. And then tasks are what's the homework I gave them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What has to happen next? Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, if you just take these little small steps, take each session, break it down by dates, so July 26th, 2021, I got a session with Alicia at 10 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. that, that will appear in Asana 
as the date. And then it has a little subtask under it, actual comments and tasks. And those become my notes. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of using a program like Asana or Trello and, and others is that number one, you're not killing trees. Number, right. number two, you can go back and add and modify and edit to your heart's content. It's already backed up. You can download this stuff if you need to in you know, a CSV file so you can open it in Excel if you need to or do mm -hmm. a backup. Mm -hmm. And it's searchable. And that becomes the important thing for me when it comes particularly to client relations management, customer mm -hmm. relations management, mm -hmm. is all of this data is worthless if you can't search for it and use That's it. That's true. That's true. And, you know, in the old days, we used to take written notes, which mm -hmm. meant you had to go back and read all the all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's ineffective. It's a waste mm -hmm. of your time. It is. Now, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I don't take written notes during a session at times, depending on the client. Mm -hmm. But everything gets put in Asana. Everything. That's awesome. Because I want a searchable database. I want to be able to go back and see how right. I'm doing things. Right. Um, now, in addition to client relations management, uh -huh. handling clients and bookings and things like that, I also use Asana to create roadmaps. Oh. And um, I know we've talked about vision boards before, but it's, it becomes a textual-based vision board. I've got one in here right now uh, called my 2021 roadmap. And what I've done is I've taken broad categories. I've created these broad areas. So for example, the Vitruvian Square, thinking magically, my law practice, my public speaking business, um, my personal life, uh -huh. right? And then each one of those is what do I want to have happen for the rest of 2021? Now I will create a 2022 roadmap coming up. Uh -huh. And so the idea is it's always here. I, I can need look to at do it. some road mapping. Yeah. Scott, I'm marking that down for a future episode. We need okay, to do some cool. road mapping. Cool. And, and yeah. it, it, it becomes very simple to do in a program like this. Uh, and it's always there. And here comes the beauty of it. Once you achieve a goal, it allows you to mark it as complete. And you get a little, I can look at this right now and see what check boxes uh, have happened and what still needs to happen. And of course, the, the cool part is if you turn on the animations, once you hit your little completion buttons in Asana, it gives you this little visual congratulations <laughs> and fireworks go off. And that's it's like, so cute. you actually did crap. Um, <laughs> so that's the primary way that I, that I handle client relations uh -huh. and I handle my coaching sessions. Yeah. Um, now you asked me a question right before we went on the air, Michelle, that I might share right now, if you don't mind. I don't and remember it, what it is, but go it, for it. It was PD. It was how to, ha how do I handle PDFs? Yes. yes please. And so here, here's the, here's the thing that frustrates the heck out of me. Yep. Um, as an Apple fanatic and an Apple uh, aficionado, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that is that once you upgrade to the new operating systems, uh -huh. they don't play well with Adobe unless you go into some of Adobe's subscription models. Oh. So in the past, I had a, Adobe Acrobat. I paid one time for it, a lot of money, by the way. I know. I paid one time for it. Yes. And it's mine. Yes. Now Forever. it's a. Now it's mm -hmm. a monthly subscription model. It is now. And I refuse. And it's expensive. And I, know, I refuse. I have two. I have two. I've been holding out. So Sorry, I, Adobe. 
you don't pay us to talk about you. So we're being honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Um, So, so first and foremost, you want to get the Adobe DC reader. Okay. Which is free that they let you have. And you can do some modified, some, some minimal stuff with it. But at the very least, the Adobe DC reader is marvelous for reading and looking at and uh, PDFs. But what happens when you're like me and you want to modify beyond that? So again, going back to pivot play right now, we're going through uh, a business planning boot camp, and there are PDF workbooks that I've given to them. Uh, that's required me to do editing on the PDFs and modify them and optimize them. As a matter of fact, Christine and I were talking about optimization when it came to uh, this wonderful ebook, a love story that I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that anymore in Adobe DC Reader. So I'm going to give you guys a wonderful site. It's called pdfresizer.com. Yay. That's PDF, R-E-S-I-Z as in zebra, E-R.com. Mm-hmm. And this is literally a free online PDF toolkit. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am well aware that if something's free, you're the product. So just bear in mind, I mean, they got to make money too. They're going to take your email. They're going to use it. I don't really don't care. But here are the things pdfresizer.com lets you do to replace what you used to be able to do um, with a full paid version of Adobe Acrobat. It lets you merge PDFs, split, split PDFs. That's amazing resize PDFs. So you can change also the paper amazing. size, <laughs> convert PDFs. You can convert it to different formats, crop wow. a PDF, rotate a PDF. The one I use all the time is optimize. Okay. So, so you're taking it. And what you're saying is you've got this huge footprint of a PDF document because of graphics and overlays and layers, etc. cetera. Um, the optimized PDF to the extent possible will let you do that. Um, I used this by the way, in my uh, routine journal that I have available. Um, and it, it really significantly saves the, it reduces down Memory. the size mm-hmm. of the footprint mm-hmm. so that the person on the receiving end yes. doesn't have this humongous file to download. So can I just say, this is huge for any of you that do continued education training, where people ask you for your PowerPoint slides, or they ask you for your notes and blah, blah, blah. It is so big to send a copy of your PowerPoint slides with all those photos on it. And this is going to be huge for that part of my practice. Your only other alternative, by the way, doing this is to zip the file, Mm -hmm. compress it down. And my experience is you tend to lose stuff when that happens. You do. Um, so this is another way to do it. They, uh, they, they give you an option in this page to reorder PDFs. So you can take the pages and move them around. You can delete, <gasps> delete pages. And then it's got some other conversion tools in it. So just about anything that you want to manipulate with a PDF in a legal fashion, um, yes. you're, you're able to do. So that's one of, uh, this is, one this of my. This is orgasmic for me right now. Um, so, it, <laughs> but you know, again, oh. I'm, I, I'm telling you, so I'm operating in you know, my workflow just as a summary here, because we're out of time. My summary is, every, you know, I live in my email. Mm-hmm. My email then triggers my calendar. Okay. My calendar is synced with Calendly. I'm not doing anything. It's, a, it's I've done it once. I've done my setup. I've set up when I want to go to lunch, when I want to start in the morning, when I want to end. Um, I think many of you have heard me say, I usually don't 
don't do coaching on Mondays and Fridays. I, I keep coaching to Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, th yes, there can be exceptions, but I got all this, this stuff set up in uh, Calendly, and I'm not looking at it again unless I need to change something. So email triggers calendar, calendar automatically triggers Calendly. Um, and then I work hand in hand between Asana and my calendar to keep everything in sync, knowing again that I can sync, I can connect Google Calendar with Asana and vice versa so that I'm, not, I'm only dealing in one place. I don't have to keep flipping back and forth between all of these, these programs because that's just crazy making. Mm -hmm. And I have not found personally, uh, I have not found a coaching portal that I'm happy with. Um, there are lots of them out there, by the way, if you look them up, there are lots of folks that'll charge you monthly and let you do your billing, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and your scheduling ex all in one place, but it is not seamless. And so, yeah, the downside of what I'm giving you guys is you're getting it for free, but the downside is you got to be in the it. sauna. You got to go to, you got to go look there. Um, so last final thing uh, is one little tip. Everybody that's in private practice or an entrepreneur uh, and who wants to, as I call it, create a habit of collecting money, uh, mm -hmm. you need to have a billing program. Yes. And you've got some marvelous offers, uh, options out there. So uh, there's Venmo. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. There's Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E. Which is bank uh, to bank and more encrypted for yeah. those of you with uh, medical practices. Now, by the way, Venmo is owned by, it, Venmo is owned by PayPal. By PayPal they're, the, they're, they're the same. They bought yeah. them out. Mm -hmm. And so there's also PayPal. Mm -hmm. um, now, PayPal, for example, is how I do my invoicing mm -hmm. uh, for like Pivot Play or for a coaching session. Mm -hmm. It's just because it's, it's easy. You're going to pay them a commission on it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, there's this wonderful program out there that I have not heard anybody talk about. I've been using them for years. Mm. Uh, it's called Wave Apps, W-A-V-E-A-P-P-S.com. Mm. I'm not going to tell you, I don't own anything with this company. Okay. This, if you want to take your invoicing and your collectibles and your receivables to the next level, there it is. Okay. And, and it's free. Um, and you can check out the, uh, the privacy settings. They're owned by a huge accounting firm, okay. accounting company. And will, it, will this stay? I don't know. But this is where I go once a month to do my more formal government invoices rather than doing PayPal. Or alternatively, um, again, some of you, if you want, if, if the client needs to have a business write-off for working with you, uh, you can send an invoice as well in PayPal. And that, re that just requires you to go in. You got to look for it. You got to go create an invoice yes. and it lets you set up your headers and the like. But this will help you to a certain degree. Uh, it, it's not going to be like QuickBooks. Right. Uh, QuickBooks is a paid version. These are free options that allow you to manage and uh, put on steroids the, the, the cash flow aspect of your business. Mm. Do you have any accounting, uh, accounting software tips? Like for personal, 
for personal use, I really like mint.com, but that's for personal use because you can import right. all your different accounts and it can keep, when I was first working my way out of debt, I used mint.com to kind of track everything. Now, now I'm a little more formal and hoity-toity, but I'm just wondering, do you have, <laughs> do you have any accounting kind of suggestions? Uh, I have not Aside found from QuickBooks. That's, that's what we use. And that's all there is. <laughs> uh, and, and the reason we use it is because our, our financial folks and our right. investment folks can all access that together. Yeah. And they can make changes on there. And it becomes, uh, again, we've got a number of different things going on uh-huh. all at the same time. And so it, it, it's the only game in town that I've been able to find. Okay. Good to know. If anybody's going to find something, it's going to be you, Scott. So, <laughs> so I, I, again, I, I think that these tips alone will help any of you that have yes. a customer service based business yeah. operate on a keeping your shit together basis much right. better. Now I will tell for any of our therapists out there or medical providers that have to have a higher level of security because of HIPAA, there's something called simple practice that has your notes, your billing, et cetera. Uh, and you can pay for a web-based video conferencing service that is encrypted. So that's a pay. I haven't done it myself, but my friends have used it and they really like it. Simplepractice.com is, is one of those that are out there. Um, and I'm not sure if it's international yet, but it's probably going to be soon. And I think there's one other one. Um, therapist pages is a website for therapists. I, I have not used those myself. I'm pretty old school. I like to have my files on my computer. I like to have a password on my computer and I like to uh, back I like to back them up to a hard drive that I have here in person as opposed to on the cloud because I'm just paranoid about someone breaking in, a little paranoid about someone breaking into your files, because that is just, it's a HIPAA issue. If you're a licensed clinician, nurse practitioner, you know, medical field person. So I just want you to know that, you know, beware, buyer beware, know what your ethics are for your profession. (laughs) Yeah. And and by the way, I guess I should underscore this. I do use Dropbox to sync files and back them. Dropbox can be HIPAA compliant, but you got to actually take some extra steps to make it happen. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, Venmo is another thing. Venmo and PayPal can all be HIPAA compliant if you pay for the, and Zoom can be HIPAA compliant if you pay for the added um, thing. All right. Good tips. I hope people, I mean, I'm just super excited about PDF resizers. So I'm going to go have fun today. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to nerd out on that. Um, cause I have a project that needs it, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I, you, I, I, you're more than welcome. I really urge everybody because Asana is the one that most people don't know about. Yeah, Everybody's heard, heard of calendar. Of I really urge everybody to look at it. If you've got questions, let me know. Um, and just as a little teaser, uh, I'm going to be offering a, uh, a vision boarding class, future boarding class. Uh, Yay! and, and I'm going to, and I'm and in that, I'm going to teach folks how to do use Asana for that among other things. So uh, there, there are some fun things to do coming up. All right. 
I love it. Plus I'll, I'll get on our schedule ahead of time, the light switch technique, which I'm not sure that I know that what that one is and road mapping. So stay tuned. But for those of you that like to plan ahead a little next time, we will be talking about either we haven't found the title formally, but it's games to set you free. So we're going to be talking all about how to bring some fun and joy into your, your life. And if you've got certain games that you think are awesome, either for groups, for online, if you're a listener and you want to share those tips, please either let us know through our Facebook group or email me, Michelle at postinternationalinc.com or Scott at S. Grossberg at hotmail.com. I wasn't ignoring you. I was actually looking at my calendar. Now you and I are going to have to regroup um, oh. because I know you were talking about games to set you free. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, we were also, depending on how we flip scheduling, uh, we're going to be doing autonomy and self-determination and uh-huh. relationship as well. So yeah, that's coming um, up but, too. But mm-hmm. uh, the beauty of this is we're, we're going to be live for the next two weeks with you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so thank you guys for being patient uh, while we handled some self-care issues and yeah. uh, dealing with stuff like that. Yeah, we were we were KYSTing ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> both, both, both of us independently. But <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, folks. Thanks thank you for, for joining us. Um, remember to take a look at Christine's uh, uh, book at happinesscoding.com or you can let Michelle and I know we'll put you in touch with her uh, and thank you guys all for being here and until then peace bye bye you've reached the end of another episode of keeping your together in a stressed world with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg if you like our show we'd love for you to subscribe rate our broadcast and leave a review The podcast is for general information only and not intended to be legal or mental health advice, nor the formation of a lawyer-client, nor therapist-patient relationship. Stay tuned for our next episode, and thank you for listening.